Good day, my dear friends. This is Neo Kalonghe, and welcome to Fix at Home Rizal District. And of course, later on, my dear brothers, brother Marky and brother Monching will be joining us as well. And of course, I, I would like to greet all of you, especially for those people who are coming for the first time here at the feast. Uh, welcome po kayo sa family namin. May this family become your permanent spiritual family every single Sunday. Kaya welcome na welcome po kayo sa amin pong community. Siyempre, patuloy po kami na, umi, uh, na, na, na nag-invite. Baka meron po kayong uh, gustong ipagpanalangin o Thanksgiving prayers. Pwedeng-pwede po kayong magkomento at mag-type ng inyong mga prayer request at mga Thanksgiving prayers. Uh, pwede po kayong magkomento, pwede po kayong mag-message sa amin para po maibigay namin yan sa amin pong masisipag at magigiting na prayer warriors. And syempre, patuloy kaming nag-iimbita mga kapatid sa aming pong iba't ibang light groups. Meron po kami mga light groups para po sa mga singles, para po sa mga youth, para po sa mga mag-asawa, para po sa mga single solo parents, at syempre, meron din po kaming light groups para po sa mga senior citizens. Kung nais po ninyo na maging parte ng mga light groups na ito and to experience the miracles that are being done there by the Lord, just comment or message us to the inbox of the Facebook page of our feast at kami na pong bahala ang magkonekta sa inyo sa kanila. And of course, my dear friends, we continue to ask help. Oh, through your love offering and through your tithes, mga kapatid, um, sana po eh, 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 kalibitin kayo ng Panginoon na, na sabihin na pa, ay, tumulong ka. Ayan, tumulong ka. Okay? Lahat po ng inyong mga love offerings at mga tithes ay maaari po ninyong maipadala uh, sa bank details na ngayon ay naka-flash sa inyong mga screens. At ngayon pa lang mga kapatid, nagpapasalamat na po kami sa kung ano man po ang inyong may babahagi uh, sa, ating, uh, sa ating community at sa ating Panginoon. Malaking bagay na po yan. So maraming maraming salamat po. At again, the bank details are flashed on your screens. And of course, my dear friends, before we officially start, we invite everyone to attend the first ever feast conference online happening on November 20, 21, and 22. Ayan. Dati po ayan yung conference, pero ngayon po feast conference na po ang tawag sa kanya. Unang feast conference online pa. <laughs> so, you know, uh, marami po kayong matututunan. There will be powerful praise and worship. There will be so wonderful talks that will be given by so many powerful speakers. At kung, kung gusto niyo pong malaman uh, ang iba pang detalye, please log on to feastconference.com or punta po kayo sa Facebook page na, ng Feast Conference sa Feast Conference Facebook page. At syempre, uh, we will be keeping it posted as along the way as the days go on. Uh, so stay put lang po kayo sa Facebook page ng mga Feast dito po sa Rizal para po patuloy kayo makakuha ng mga detalye regarding Feast Conference. And, you know, my dear friends, today is a special day. Ask me why. Because today we are, we are having a wonderful talk. We're going, we are already in talk number seven of our current series. You know, at, uh, today we are going to give you not just one, but how many? Eight, eight, <laughs> eight big messages para po sa araw na ito. Ready nga na ba? Kasi kung ready ka na, ready na rin kami. Let's say our favorite prayer here at the feast in the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. 
Today I receive all of God's love for me. Today I open myself to the unbounded, limitless, overflowing abundance of God's universe. Today I open myself to God's blessing, healing, and miracles. Today I open myself to God's word so that I become more like Jesus every day. Today I proclaim that I am God's beloved, I am God's servant, I am God's powerful champion. And because I am blessed, I am blessing the world in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Let's sing to the Lord. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Our reading for today is taken from Matthew 9 verse 18 to 19 and we read, As Jesus was saying this, the leader of a synagogue came and knelt before him. My daughter has just died, he said, but you can bring her back to life again if you just come and lay your hand on her. So Jesus and his disciples got up and went with him. Let's pray. Father in heaven, we thank you for this day. Thank you for allowing us to stand in your presence, O Lord God. Lord Jesus, speak to me today. Walk with me today and journey with me today. This I pray in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Then the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. My friends, as I've said earlier, today is a very special day because today we have a very wonderful talk. And today we are going to meet two wonderful people. Okay, that bo both of them, both of them received great miracles. And as I've said earlier, hindi kami magbibigay ng usually naming isang big message, but we're going to give you eight big messages along the way. Amen. All right. So in Matthew, Matthew 9, verse 18 to 19, okay? Jesus was saying this, The leader of a synagogue came and knelt before him. My daughter has, ju has just died, he said. But you can bring her to life again if you just come and lay your hand on her. So Jesus and his disciples got up and went with him. Have you heard it? This guy, this leader, this person was a leader of a synagogue. And the synagogue was the local church of the Jews. And some scholars, my dear friends, say that chances were high that this guy, like all other religious leaders during that time of Israel, saw Jesus as a dangerous heretic. Most likely, this synagogue leader who approached Jesus hated Jesus so much. He was not a devoted person. He was just so desperate. Why? Ask me why? Dahil yung kanyang anak ay namatay. Obviously, my dear friends, his faith was imperfect. He just needed something. And I bet Jesus was his last recourse. Jesus was his last resort para ano? Para mabuhay yung kanyang anak. Para gumaling yung kanyang anak. Di ba? Para gumaling yung kanyang anak. Okay? And para mabuhay yung kanyang anak. Para makapiling niya yung kanyang anak ulit. And guess what? Ask me what? Alam mo, 
tayo mga tao, may ganun ding konsepto. May mga pagkakataon na tayo ay nawawalan ng pananampalataya sa Diyos. Sobrang busy natin, sobrang marami tayong ginagawa, minsan nakakalimutan na natin ng Diyos. Pero wag ka, tanong mo sa akin kung ano, pag desperado na tayo, kanino tayo lumalapit? Kapag wala na tayo mapuntahan, kanino tayo lumalapit? Sa Diyos. But at the end of the story, miracle still happened. Because a miracle does not depend on how your great, how your faith, how your how your faith is great. The miracle does not happen how great your faith is. It depends on how great your God is. Kahit kailan, may pagkakataon minsan na nakakalimutan mo ang Diyos dahil, dahil busy ka, dahil puro magagandang bagay na nangyayari sa buhay mo, nakakalimutan mo ang Diyos. Pero pag wala ka ng malapitan, babalik ka sa Kanya. Pero sa dulo, tanong mo sa akin kung ano, hindi ka kayang tiisin ng Diyos. Miracle will be given to you. Not because of your faith, but because God is God. Amen? Amen. But here's my main point here, my dear friends. This guy, the synagogue leader, was an enemy. But Jesus still loved him. A few chapters ago, in the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus said, But I say, love your enemies. Pray for those who persecute you. That's in Matthew 5 verse 44. And a few series and a few verses before this, he already loved his enemies when he served the Roman centurion. And right now in this particular verse, he was doing it again. I've got a question for you. Ask me what? Do you have an enemy today that is asking for your help? Alam niyo ba kung gano'ng kahirap tumulong sa kaaway? Alam niyo ba kung gano'ng kahirap tumulong sa kalaban? Alam niyo ba kung gano'ng kahirap tumulong sa mga taong nanakit sa'yo? Mahirap yun. But the Lord is asking us to help our enemies that are in need. Why? Tanong mo sa akin kung bakit. Because we are not called to have an enemy. We are not called you know, to, to despise other people. But we are called to love our enemies. We are called to love our neighbors. We are called to love every person that we meet every single day of our lives. That's our message number one. Love your enemies. Message number two. We have to welcome our interruptions. We have to welcome interruptions. Alam niyo mga kaibigan, itong Bible verse na ito ay nabinasa natin sa ating, sa ating reading kanina. Matthew 9 verse 18 to 19. Hanggang dulo kasi yan. Matthew 8, 9 verse 18 to 26. Diba? Simula nung, nung, nung kinausap nung sinagog leader sa si Jesus, okay? hanggang doon sa mapagaling ni Jesus, yung kanyang anak sa verse 26. Okay? Pero meron kasing nangyari in between. Tanong mo sa akin kung ano, sa verse 20, 
just then. I can't resist preaching this little message because life is filled with just then interruptions. Nung sinabi ang Jesus, tara, punta tayo sa bahay mo, synagogue leader, pagalingin natin yung anak mo. But while they are going to the house of the synagogue leader, something happened in between while going to the house of the synagogue leader. Tanong mo sa akin kung ano, merong isang babaeng may sakit, dinudugot for 12 years. Can you imagine yung babae dinudugot for 12 years? Ang sabi niya, kung mahawakan ko lang ang laylayan ng damit ni Jesus, gagaling ako. And lo and behold, the miracle happened. Jesus welcomed interruption. Ang, tinan nyo ha, bakit interruption? Eh kasi hindi naman doon ang punta niya. Ang punta niya, eh doon sa bahay ng sinagog leader. Are you listening? Pero along the way, merong interruption. A sick woman needed his healing and lo and behold, Jesus gave it to her. Look at this one. Friends, do you have some plans? Yes? Yung mga plano mo bang yun, minsan naiinterrupt? Yes? Don't be too attached to your plans. When your plans fail, open yourself to God's surprises. Ako personally, I don't like interruptions. But I've noticed that sometimes my best blessings comes from interruptions. And to continue, here is Brother Marky. Thanks, Bro Neil. And let's continue to message number three. <laughs> you are already accepted by God. Let's continue reading. Just then, a woman who had suffered for 12 years with constant bleeding came up behind him. 12 years. Grabe. <laughs> Mga kapatid, imagine 12 years of bleeding. Women out there, imagine 12 years of your menstrual cycle. And to all the men out there, imagine 12 years of mood swings, irritation, init ng ulo. <laughs> imagine all of that. Diba? Imagine what was going on or what was going through before that woman went to Jesus. Though, <laughs> I believe this bleeding woman represented Israel. Why? Ask me why. <laughs> because most of the time, numbers are, you know, they indicate what a significance in the Bible. Now, Matthew said she has been bleeding for 12 years. And 12 represented the 12 tribes of Israel. And her bleeding was a symbol of a non-stop flow of blood from daily animal sacrifices offered in the temple. Now here's the message. You don't need to sacrifice animals to gain God's forgiveness. Jesus' sacrifice is enough. You don't need to do anything to be loved. You're already accepted by God. You're worthy. You're forgiven. You're approved. And you're embraced. Oh, 
Let's continue. Message number four. We all need Jesus. Yes, we all need Jesus. Now, that woman was desperate. No? Hindi lang sa kadahilan ng may sakit siya, but also because her sickness separated her from her religion and her people. She was somehow, somehow or was discriminated. According to you know, Jewish law, a woman who bled was ceremonially unclean. In Leviticus chapter 15, verse 25, it says, If a woman has a flow of blood for many days that is unrelated to her menstrual period, or if the blood continues beyond the normal, the normal period, she is ceremonially unclean. Ibig sabihin nun, she can't, you know, she can't go or enter the church. She couldn't, you know, as simple as touching her family, she couldn't touch anyone. Now, for 12 years, she couldn't hug, diba? Hug her mother, you know. Yung makipag-shake man lang or even throw a high five out there, hindi niya magagawa yun. And ang hirap nun, diba? Parang... Relating to the stage, you know, para ka lang positive sa COVID nun. And COVID patients know how painful this is. Family members of COVID patients felt or is feeling it too. That's why the two personalities of the leader of the synagogue and this woman can never be more opposite. Now, this guy, the leader of the synagogue, no? he was like a part of the religious elites, diba? Elitista sila. Yeah, siya, yung lalaki, elitista siya. <laughs> he ran the local church. He ran the local church. But this woman, but this woman couldn't even enter the church. Now, because of her bleeding, she was permanently unclean. Now, putting them in one story, Matthew was saying, it doesn't matter who you are, you may be rich, you may be poor, educated or uneducated, religious or non-religious, you need Jesus. Now, in my life, yes, in my life, marami na akong nakasalamuang mahihirap at mayayaman. And believe me, so, you know, beneath all of those clothes and wealth and, you know, cars and houses, we're all the same, di ba? Lahat tayo takot, we're all scared human beings. We are all desperate for meaning, we're desperate for worth, desperate for purpose, desperate for life. We all need Jesus. And message number five, talking about desperation. Desperation can be a good thing. Let's read what happened next in verse 20 to 22. She touched the fringe of his robe, Jesus' robe. For she thought, if I can touch his robe, I will be healed. Jesus turned around, and when he saw her, he said, Daughter, be encouraged. Your faith has made you well. And the woman was healed at that moment. Now, mga kapatid, are you desperate right now? Now, 
In a very real sense, desperation can be a great place to be in. Why? Ask me why. Desperation can be the birthplace of miracles. Let your desperation push you towards, towards Jesus. One day, we attended a retreat where oh, the speaker or the, and the facilitators asked us to share. You know, share how the Lord has changed our lives. Well, that time, naalala ko, ano, yung naalala ko lang paano ko nailigtas from my old life. You know, my old life was like heartbreaks, critical illness ng mami ko, my failures, my addiction, and you know, how I failed in my business. Well, I realized that the lowest points of my life, you know, they were the times when I felt closest to God. Kung susumahin ko lahat yun, I can say that you know, my lowest points catapulted me to the biggest spiritual growth. Brother Monching. Thank you, Brother Marky. Magandang araw po sa inyong lahat. Ako po si Brother Monching. Samahan niyo po ako at uh, halina at ipagpatuloy natin ang ating talk ngayong linggo. Andito na po tayo sa message number 6. God's mercy is bigger than your sin. Sige, pwede niyong i-type yan. God's mercy is bigger than your sin. Mas malaki di hamak ang habag, ang pagmamahal at ang pagpapatawad ng Diyos kesa sa kasalanan mo. Sa paniniwala ng mga Hudyo, hindi pwedeng hawakan nung dinudugong babae o yung bleeding woman for so many years. Hindi niya pwedeng hawakan si Jesus. No? O kahit sino doon sa mga tao ron. Sapagkat naniniwala sila na baka mahawa sila ng karumihan nung babae. You see, the, the lady to their uh, culture, to their law, to their customs, to their tradition was considered unclean. Okay? Pero katulad nung nangyari uh, doon sa pinag-usapan natin ng mga rakarang linggo, kung natatandaan ninyo, yung uh, leper, no? yung uh, taong may ketong. Nung hinawakan ni Jesus yung taong may ketong who was considered unclean, marumi. Hindi naman hawa si Jesus nung karumihan nung taong may ketong bagkus, yung taong may ketong ang nahawa sa kalinisan ni Jesus. At ganito rin ang nangyari doon sa tinudugong babae. Ang kalinisan ng Diyos ang dumapo sa kanya doon sa babae at hindi yung karumihan ng babae ang pumunta kay Jesus. Minsan napapangiti na lang ako kapag ka meron akong mga kaibigan, yung mga tropa, alam niyo naman ang barkada ko noon. <laughs> hindi sana yung magsimba, uh, hindi umaaten ng prayer meeting. Kapag niyayaya ko sila, no, sabi ko, tara, atin tayo sa feast, maganda ron. Hindi ko, ko naman sinasabi na ako yung preacher. <laughs> Basta sinasabi ko lang, maten ka ron. No? Kaya kapag nasa ibang lugar sila, itinuturo ko sila doon sa pinakamalapit na feast sa kanilang lugar. Pero malimit na ang sinasagot nila sa akin ay, saka na pare, makasalanan kasi ako eh. Ah, pag medyo bumait-bait ako ng konti, no? ah, baka kasi masunog ako pagka pumasok ako sa mga ganyan. Diba? Wow! Kailan pa ba naman tayo mawawalan ng kasalanan? Kailan pa darating yung panahon na yun? No? Hindi ka nakasalanan, wala ka ng pagkakasala, wala ka ng issue. 
kung kailan tingin mong perfecto ka na, eh, doon ka pwedeng umatid ng prayer meeting at ilapit lalo ang sarili mo sa Diyos. Pwede ba yun? Wala nang mag-ganun. Okay? Pero pag may matinding trahedya sa buhay, ito na sinasabi ko, kapatid, pag merong matinding trahedya sa buhay, manghihingi yan ng dasal. Oh, bakit? Kasi, pare, pagdasal mo naman ako kasi ang tindi ng problema ko ngayon eh. Sabi ko, eh, bakit hindi ka ba marunong magdasal? Hindi, pare, ikaw kasi umahatid ka sa mga ganyan eh. Oh, baka, baka mas malapit ka kay Lord. Baka mas pakinggan ka ni Lord. Natatawa <laughs> na lang ako kapag kagano'n. Siyempre, pinagdadasal ko sila, no? Pero kasi minsan ginagawa nating ATM, no? Si Lord, napupunta lang tayo kapag tayo ay uh, may kailangan. Lalapit lang tayo pag tayo ay magwi-withdraw ng awa at habag ng Diyos. Tapos, kapag hindi nangyari yung gusto natin, no? hindi nasagot yung panalangin natin, andyan na yung magagalit tayo, magtatampo tayo, magre-rebelde tayo sa Diyos. Huwag ganun, kapatid. Hawang ikaw ay namumuhay sa kasalanan, mas lalo ka dapat lumapit at kumapit sa Diyos. At kapag naman maganda lahat ang nangyayari sa iyong buhay, wala kang problemang dinadanas, aba, lumapit ka pa rin at kumapit sa Diyos. I mean, anytime and all the time is the best time to come closer to God. Bakit? Para pag dumating yung oras ng matinding trahedya o matinding pagsubok, eh hindi ka na agad-agad bubawal kasi matatag ang pundasyon mo. Dala ng walang sawang paglapit at pagkapit kay Jesus. Hindi yung kung kailan sa oras na alanganin doon ka lalapit. No? Kahit wala pang nangyayari, lumapit ka na sa Diyos para tumitibay ka. Amen? So kung sakali, no? So kung sakali mga kapatid, kung nahihiya ka, ha? nag-aalanganin ka, o nagdududa kang lumapit sa Diyos kasi puno ka ng kasalanan, tandaan mo ito ha? Di hamak na mas malaki ang pagmamahal at pagpapatawad ng Diyos kesa sa lahat ng pinagsama-samang mga kasalanan mo. Tatandaan mo yan. Hayaan mo baguhin ka ng kanyang mapagpatawad at mapagmahal na puso. Amen? Sabi nga, God can change you because He is more powerful than your sins. Amen? Amen. Pag sinasabi mo mula, eh, makasalanan ako, eh, hindi ko pwede lumapit kay Lord eh. Para mo sinasabi na napaka makapangyarihan ng kasalanan mo na hindi ka pwede lumapit kay, kay, kay Lord. Para mo sinasabi na, uh, na mas naniniwala ka sa kasalanan mo that it is taking over your life kaysa kay Lord. Ganyan-ganyan yung paniniwala nila doon sa dinudugong babae at yung may ketong na parang hindi sila pwede na lumapit More so kay Jesus kasi marumi sila. No! Habang mas marumi ka, lalo kang dapat lumapit kay Jesus nang mahawa ka ng mapagmahal ng kalinisan niya. Amen? Amen. Let's go to message number seven. Create an atmosphere of faith. Alright? Makitype ulit. Create an atmosphere of faith. Tanong ko sa iyo, kung saan ka man naroon ngayon, sa bahay, sa kwarto, sa trabaho, sa biyahe. Are you in an atmosphere of faith? Ayan. Itong mga nakaraan, nag-uulan. <laughs> Ayan ang atmosphere natin ngayon. Tapos sa araw, uulan. Kaya mag-ingat kayo, mga kapatid. Ha? Uso trangkaso ngayon. 
Alright? So, mabalik tayo. Tapos na tayo doon sa babaeng dinudugo. Ngayon naman, pumunta na tayo doon sa original na pakay ni Jesus. Kasi, di ba, papunta si Jesus doon sa anak ng opisyal ng templo na namatay. Tapos on the way, doon yun, doon nangyari yung uh, hinawakan ng babaeng dinurugo, yung uh, balabal ni Jesus. Alright? So, punta na tayo doon sa uh, kwento, yung papunta na si Jesus doon sa kanyang patutunguhan talaga. Let me read. When Jesus arrived at the official's home, He saw the noisy crowd. Napaka-iingay nila. Ha? And heard the funeral music. Bakit noisy crowd? Kasi kapatid, sa kanilang kultura noon, uso yung mga crying ladies o yung mga professional wailers pag may patay. Di ba? Hanggang ngayon naman, ang uh, alam ko, meron pa rin ganito sa mga lamay ng mga Chinese. I don't know, ha? correct me if I'm wrong. Pero kung napanood nyo yung pelikula ni Sharon Cuneta ba yun? Yung uh, crying ladies, o parang ganun. No? Professional wailers. Uso rin sa kanila yun dati. At dito yung istorya. Yun yung inabutan at nakita ni Jesus. Na-imagine nyo? Okay, so ganito ang eksena. Nung dumating si Jesus, ha? Hulaan mo kung anong ginawa niya ha, sa mga taong yun. Eto na. Get out! He told them. Alis kayo dyan. Alright? The girl isn't dead. Hindi siya patay. Natutulog lang siya. Anong ginawa ng mga tao? Aba, siyempre nagtawanan. The crowd laughed at him. No? Akalata nila komedyante si Jesus at nagpapatawa. <laughs> no? Kung hindi man yun, akala nila nahihibang na si Jesus kasi siguradong siguradong sigurado sila. Malamang may, baka may mga doktor pa doon. No? Kasi ito ay anak ng isang opisyal. So bago ito siguro malagutan ng hininga eh, binabantayan ito ng todo ng mga manggagamot. Kaya sigurado 100%, alam nilang patay na ito. Iba naman ang patay sa tulog. Kung hindi na humihinga, wala nang pulso at, at namutla na, malamig na, eh baka nga. Pero ang sabi ni Jesus, hindi yan patay, tulog lang. Okay? What happened next? Ito na. After the crowd was put outside, nung nasa labas na sila, However, Jesus went in and took the girl by the hand. Imagine mo, dalawa lang sila. And she stood up. The report of this miracle swept through the entire countryside. You know? The girl stood up. Akala nila patay, tinawakan ni Jesus ang kamay, bumangon ng maguli. Bakit kaya pinalabas pa ni Jesus yung mga meron? <laughs> yung mga meron doon sa kwarto. Sabi niya, labas muna kayo dyan. Pwede naman pagalingin ni Jesus. Okay? Yung, uh, yung babae, doon sa kwarto na yun, na ang gulo-gulo, na ang ingay-ingay, ang dami naghihiyawan, ang dami nagchichismisan, ang dami nagtatawanan kasi akala nila nahihibang si Jesus. Okay? Kasi maraming istorbo. <laughs> <laughs> Ikaw ba? Pag may importante kang gagawin, gusto mo, marami istorbo. <laughs> Hindi ka makakonsentrate siguro. <laughs> no, what I'm trying to say is this. Si Jesus, I'm 100% sure na kaya niyang pagalingin yung batang iyon. Kahit sa presence ng mga taong iyon. Diba? Isang salita nga lang ni Jesus, kahit malayo yung, uh, yung patay na isa, gumaling eh. Oh. Ito pa kaya na nasa harapan lang niya. Pero bakit niya kaya pinalabas yung mga taong iyon? 
Sa tingin ko, ginawa ni Jesus ito because He wants to create an atmosphere of faith. Type mo nga, atmosphere of faith. Ano ba yung atmosphere of faith? Tulad ng sinabi ko, ang atmosphere ngayon, paligid natin ngayon, no? ay maulan. Okay? Makulimlim. Alright? So, example, natatakot ka sa COVID. O, lahat naman halos. Okay? Anong gagawin mo o ginagawa mo habang natatakot ka sa COVID? Diyan napapasok yung check the atmosphere of your room. Yung atmosphere ng kapaligran mo at atmosphere ng puso mo. Ito ba ay conducive or destructive? Ang magandang tanong, yung atmosphere, mga nangyayari, yung mga ginagawa mo, pinapakinggan mo, binabasa mo, naririnig mo, is it conducive or destructive? What kind of atmosphere do you have right now? Eh kung natatakot ka na nga, tapos puro nakakatakot pa pinapanood mo, puro nakakatakot pa pinapakinggan mo, sama mo pa yung mga fake news dyan. So yung subaybayan mo, nakakatakot din. Yung mga binabasa mo, nakakatakot din. Ano sa tingin mo magiging ending? Eh di lalo ka mapapraning, okay? makapagbibigay yan ng destructive na atmosphere. Naintindihan? Pero kung ikaw ay natatakot, no, um, hindi mo sigurado kung ano mangyayari. Okay? Pero ang pinapakinggan mo, eh, yung mga talk na katulad nito, yung mga inspirational, yung mga preaching, yung mga mabibless ka, eh di syempre nahihibsan yung takot mo. Nagbabasa ka ng Biblia, nakikinig ka ng mga worship music, ikaw mismo, kahit sa banyo, kumakanta ka ng mga praise and worship song. No? Nakikipag-usap ka sa mga taong may positibong pananaw sa buhay at good vibes, hindi yung puro parati na lang bad vibes. Okay? Nakakatulong yung mga yan. Pag may mga ganyan tao, kaibiganin mo yung mga ganyan. Lahil lagi mong kausapin para um, na mamotivate ka. Okay? Itong mga sinabi ko, ito yung mga makapagbibigay ng ano? <laughs> conductive <laughs> atmosphere. Yung isa, destructive atmosphere. Itong isa naman, conductive uh, atmosphere. Okay? Ito na yung parang, um, an, it creates an atmosphere. Ito naman, it creates an atmosphere of faith. Okay? Tinanggal muna niya lahat ng mga <laughs> ng mga hindi kailangan, no? Tinanggal niya lahat ng mga tao maiingay, chismoso, mga intrigero, yung mga lap trip lang, yung mga usisero lang, no? Yung mga negatibo, mga tinatawaran at kinukutya lang siya. Tinatanggal niya para mapuno ng atmosphere of faith, kapatid. Anong nararamdaman mo sa puso mo? What is the atmosphere of your heart right now? sa kalagayang ito. Sige nga. If if you need to be really really um, concentrated tapos matindi ang iyong iniisip, pinagdadaanan, kailangan-kailangan mo talaga ng may mangyari, kailangan mo talagang uh, pakinggan ang boses ng Diyos kung ano ba talaga ang dapat mong gawin sa buhay. Tanggalin mo rin yung mga hindi kailangan. Ang dami kasing laman ng puso mo siguro ng isip mo, no? Tanggalin mo yan. Kapag oras talaga ng pangangailangan, yung matindi ang prayer request mo, then put yourself in an atmosphere of faith. And last but not the least, balikan mo, uh, balikan natin yung dinudugong babae kanina. Okay? Kasi talagang napaka-powerful na ito. Alright? 
Message number eight, you're His healing robe in this world. You are Jesus' healing robe, yung kanyang balabal. Ikaw yun. Okay? Yung, yung, yung nahawakan ng babaeng dinurugo. Ikaw yun. You are His healing robe in this world. Type mo nga, you are the healing robe of Jesus in this world. I am uh, Jesus' healing robe in this world. Ganito kasi nangyari. Okay? Masahin ko. Yung babaeng dinurugo. She touched the fringe of His robe. Yung dulo lang, yung laylayan lang nung kanyang damit. Okay? For she thought, tignan mo yung faith nitong babae, if I can just touch His robe, I will be healed. Technically, hindi naman niya nahawakan si Jesus. Yung robe lang, yung dulo lang. <laughs> oh, yung dulong dulo lang. Okay? Baka hibla na lang yung nahawakan niya. Alright? Pero, anong nangyari? Sapat na yun para uh, pagalingin siya ni Jesus. Paano naman tayo sa mga panahon na ito? Eh, Brother Monching, uh, swerte ng babae. Eh, kasi, andun si Jesus. No? Eh, hindi, hindi ko naman pwedeng hawakan ang personal si Jesus. Eh, kahit man lang sana yung kanyang uh, robe o yung balabal, gusto rin sanang hawakan, wala naman. So, paano ngayon mangyayari sa akin? E, ang tindi ng, ng uh, dinadanas ko, katulad ng babaeng yun. Ilang taon na itong pinagdadaanan ko. Gusto ko rin mahawakan si Jesus. Gusto ko rin mahawakan yung lalayan ng kanyang damit. Okay? Kapatid, baka mabigla ka sa aking isasagot, ha? Are you ready? Ha? Pakinggan mo itong aking sagot. Alright? Ikaw, yes, you, ikaw na tagasunod ni Jesus, you have now become that robe. You have now become Jesus' robe. Ikaw na mismo ngayon. Ikaw na tagasunod ni Jesus. Ikaw na nakikinig dito ngayon. Ikaw na matindi ang pananampalataya kay Jesus. Ikaw na ngayon ang tumatayong laylayan ng kanyang damit para hawakan ng ibang tao. Yung tipong kapag hinawakan ka nila, mararamdaman nila si Jesus. Yung tipong kapag narinig ka nila sa mga sinasabi mo, ano mo'y naririnig rin nila si Jesus. Ultimo ang iyong presensya ay parang nararamdaman na nila si Jesus sa presensya mo. Dahil sa pagsunod at pagmamahal mo kay Jesus, baka isang araw, magulat ka na lang, kamukamu na <laughs> si Jesus. Okay? Sige nga, comment mo nga yun. Kamukamu si Jesus. Comment mo, kamukha ko si Jesus. Sige, type mo dyan. Baka sakaling habang tinatype mo, eh, paniwalaan mo rin. <laughs> Kapatid, hindi ko sinasabing ikaw si Jesus. Okay? Lalo mo na ako. Hindi ko sinasabi na ako si Jesus. Pero sa mga panahong ito, nakakatakot na ang gulo-gulo, ang daming nawawala na ng pag-asa at gusto na sumuko sa buhay. Alam mo kapatid, maraming tao ang nagkukumahog at na, pilit inaabot si Jesus. Kailangan-kailangan si Jesus pero parang wala silang mahawakan. Naghahanap sila ng ganun. They want a piece of Jesus, even just His cloak. No? Maraming tao ang naghahanap niyan ngayon, lalo na. They want to touch Jesus through that cloak, parang yung dinudugong babae. But I have good news for you. Wala man yung mga yun ngayon, 
Hindi mo man mahawakan ng personal, but they can touch Jesus through you. Show them the presence of Jesus in your heart. Ipakita mo. Ipakita mo si Jesus na narinirahan sa iyo, sa iyong mga sinasabi, sa iyong mga iniisip, sa iyong mga ginagawa, sa iyong presensya. Be a Jesus to someone today. Kailangan-kailangan ng mundo yan ngayon. Paano ka magiging Jesus sa ibang tao? I hope and I pray that starting today, you believe that Jesus is in you. He is working His miracles through you. And He has empowered you to also be not just a blessing, but another Jesus to others. Amen? Amen. Let's pray. In the name of the Father, of the Son, of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Panginoon, maraming maraming salamat sa walang, walang humpay, walang hanggan, at walang katapusang awa mo, habag mo, pagpapatawad mo, at pagmamahal mo sa amin. Bagamat kami napangarumi, Panginoon, ni minsan, hindi mo kami tinalikuran. Ni minsan, hindi ka umayaw sa aming panawagan bagkus ikaw mismo ang lumalapit sa amin. At dahil sa paglapit mong ito, dahil sa pagmamahal mong ito, pagpapatawad mong ito, lumilinis kami pakunti-kunti. Panginoon, nawa sana manahang kalagi sa aming mga puso, sa lahat ng aming iniisip, sa lahat ng aming sinasabi, sa lahat ng aming ginagawa, Panginoon. Marinig sana ay ikaw, Maramdaman sana ikaw. Makita sana ikaw. Kailangan-kailangan, kailangan-kailangan ka, Panginoon, sa mundong ito. Alam namin na nandyan ka. Pero ibang mga tao, walang mahawakan at walang makita. Gamitin mo kami, Panginoon, bilang, maging, bilang uh, instrumento mo. Instrumento ng iyong pagpapala, instrumento ng iyong pagpapagaling, at instrumento ng walang hanggang pagbabago para sa lahat. Bless us today and all the days of our lives. In Jesus' name, Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. Let's all praise and worship the Lord.